Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Feel like you're lagging? Could use maybe a little more self-care? But what does that look like in the middle of a busy day? That's what we're going to talk about right here, right now on Polly Campbell Simply Set. Welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. I'm Polly. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And I think all of that starts with self-care. For me, that means I need to take care of myself. But what does that look like? And it's almost become kind of a buzzword. I'll tell you straight up. I'm not a spa kind of gal. Getting my nails done doesn't feel like self-care to me. But what does self-care look like? And how can we tailor it to suit our needs and suit our health and well-being? And to answer those questions, I called in the big wig expert here. I've got Dr. C. Nicole Swiner, and she is an entrepreneur, a medical doctor, an author. Uh, her book, How to Avoid the Superwoman Complex, 12 Ways to Balance Mind, Body, and Spirit is what turned me on to her work. And I want to talk all about it. Welcome, Dr. Swiner. Hey, thank you for having me, Polly. Well, thanks for being here. I um I have recently seen pictures on your Instagram and I see you doing all sorts of things with your family and with your work and all different things. What does self-care look like for you? Is it is it about that having fun or is it more um structured than that? That that's a really good question. Um it's about all of the above and you know this whole superwoman complex which has definitely become my niche and my ministry uh, is essentially the way that I try to live my life now as a, you know, working mom and wife and entrepreneur and all that, and then try to model that behavior for my patients, for my clients, for, you know, my audience and all that. But it certainly, um, is a balancing act and it's a work in progress at all times. Um, so self-care means a million different things and it means what it means to you, to each individual and how you feel like you, you know, achieve quote unquote balance, which really doesn't exist, but you know, how, you, <laughs> how you achieve not feeling in a, you know, constant state of chaos all the time is, is how I define it to most people. <laughs> uh, I like that better because there is no balance for me. Sometimes I'm all right. in on what my kid needs or all in on my work or all in right. on what I need or my husband, right? It, it never, hopefully you're in a situation in your life where over time, you get some of that attention too, but it's never like today is I'm fitting in all kinds of things. It doesn't feel right. like it, it's about me. So are we going for that balance? Or are we going just for feeling good and whatever we're doing? I think, I think the latter, I, I like that feeling good and whatever you're doing, because, you know, life is 
not just about your one current role, your one state, the being in that one place. It's about how do you feel at work? Do you have this, a sense of balance and joy there? How do you feel at home with your relationships? Do you feel a sense of balance and joy there? And it really is about taking daily, taking an account of literally how you're feeling emotionally, physically, mentally, and making adjustments every day, sometimes hour by hour to say, you know what, this doesn't really bring me joy or, you know, I really don't have to do that thing. That's not really a necessity. So why don't I put that on the back burner and put my attention here, get that out of the way so that I can do enjoyable things. Um, it really is a, it, it's a daily act. I like that uh, point of being deliberate in it hour by hour, because I'll tell you what it can be. I was having, I was rolling yesterday and then my teen daughter walked in and kind of blew that to smithereens, right? With her <laughs> mood and her drama. They certainly do, don't they? <laughs> I mean, I, how invested am I? I'm like the cliche mom, but it really like I, my mood took a dive and I, I have really what? had to decide in that moment. Okay, I maybe need to back away from this for just a minute. Support mm -hmm. her without sacrificing who I was a mother as a mother and a woman, right? Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good that you were able to uh, kind of nip that in the bud and acknowledge what was happening. Yeah, and you oh. certainly need your support team around you to help, you know, buffer you from those things too. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk about that, and I would just say that it's it's not every day I have that like moment. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Some days I just completely freak out. Some days are rolling right along and it's fine. I, I, I'm not perfect at it all the time, but is that where we start then is, is with that kind of self-awareness, like, oh, I'm getting too caught up in this, or I feel unhealthy here. I need to change the moment or how do we get to this? Exactly. All of that. So, you know, probably, you know, we end up in the doctor's office for multiple reasons, right? So as a family doctor, I just recently retired from like seeing patients in the clinic every day. I retired from that after about 15 years and doing medicine in different ways now. But usually the conversation about self-care would start with my patients when they're coming in for their preventative wellness exam, for, if they're coming in for their sick visit, coming in for their follow-up of blood pressure and diabetes or whatever, we almost always would get to a conversation about, okay, well, what are you really doing to take care of yourself outside of this office and outside of medication? Like, what are you truly, what do you feel is keeping you in a, you know, as much joy and a joyful state as, as realistically possible, you know, in, in life. And that always led to a talk about stress. So what stresses you out the most, you know, and that again can change from day to day, hour to hour. What is stressing you out and how can you adjust and change that so you don't feel as stressed? Because as we know, in the medical field, stress equates, I mean, it, it leads to all the things. It leads to all the chronic disease issues, the cancers, the dementia, all the mental health issues starts with stress. So what stresses you out the most and then how are you going to adjust? I think we give a lot of lip service to that stress component without really having professionals say, no, listen, this is killing you. You have right. to learn how to manage this in your life. And again, like you said, how I manage that is going to feel different to me than how you manage it, but it has to be done, right? Correct. Correct. And you're absolutely right. It's not just about going and get your nails and hair done regularly. That certainly can be a part of it. But how does that help you at work dealing with the supervisor that you don't get along with? And how does that help you mm -hmm. at home with the teenager who is misbehaving or is, you know, changing up your mood? How, how is that Manny Petty going to help? It gets you away for an hour or so, but then you still have to go home and deal with it. So how do you change that 
that uh, engagement or how do you engage with that person? How do you change your environment at work so that it works better for you? You know, are the the more important questions you should be asking. Mm-hmm. You, your book, How to Avoid the Superwoman Complex, 12 Ways to Balance Mind, Body and Spirit by C. Nicole Swiner. Dr. Swiner, we're talking to her here right now. And I got to say, you are a professional woman. You're a medical doctor. You're an author, always working on some creative product. Wife, a mother, are you a superwoman for real? I mean, are, are you, do we see what's happening behind the scenes? Because you are doing a lot of different things. I imagine you have some big stress in your life like we do. Absolutely. Yes. I am a superwoman in all the good and bad ways. Uh, and, and most of us are, most of us high achieving women are because we have to be right. Mm-hmm. So we have to be superwoman because we have to take care of the household. We have to take care of the children. We have got to take care of the elderly parents we're taking care of the mm-hmm. people at work. We're doing all those things. And yes, we, we try to do it all and shoulder all those burdens, but then being a superwoman on the bad side means that then you suffer the consequences. You're not, usually focusing on, am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating the right type of diet? Am I exercising? Am I doing fun things? Do I hate my job? <laughs> right? Yeah. So you tend to put those things in the back burner because you're like, look, I don't have time for to be worried about that because I got to take care of partner, kids, parents, and everybody else. And then we leave ourselves um, at, at the end and we end up suffering the consequence, the medical, mental, emotional consequences. And some of those are definitely fatal. Um, so my job after recognizing it in myself, which is what happened when I first wrote the book, uh, back in like 2015, 16, when I, you know, first kid, you know, got married, was, uh, graduated working in the doctor's office, uh, by mistake became a partner in the office, (laughs) you know, (laughs) things happened. I was like, yeah, I was like, I did not plan on being a business owner, but okay, here we are after having my first kid coming back to work for maternity leave, doing all the things, handling all the responsibilities, I literally passed out at work. That was my rock bottom. I said, okay, this, this isn't going to, I can't sustain this. Can't, you know, keep falling out and passing out at work and, and doing what I need to do. So I had to take, I had to take an account of what was happening. You know, my husband, my father, people around me, we sat down, we talked about what was happening. <laughs> Excuse me. There's a cough. Um, but we took an account of my schedule about the amount of stuff that I was, was trying to handle on my own and talked about how I needed to delegate and make sure I made time for myself. And that's how this whole superwoman, that's how I became interested in this whole topic. It was actually my father who introduced me to the topic, interestingly, um, because I think my mother suffered from a lot of the things that I am trying to prevent. So that's how it got started. And I'm just trying to share my, my journey with others so that we can take better care of ourselves. Do you think men struggle with the same component or is it different? They certainly suffer from some Superman qualities. Um, You know, there's this whole thing about the imposter syndrome as well. And that also Mm -hmm. encompasses some of the superwoman, Superman qualities. But I think as women, it's different, Uh, particularly uh, if you're a woman of color, we have kind of this additional burden that everyone expects us to kind of know the answer and fix it, whether that's in politics, in the the mental health world and whatever. Um, we carry that burden, particularly as women, just to, you know, who knows who it was passed down from, but societal standards of what women are supposed to be and the all the... So I think women deal with it differently and probably have a little bit heavier of a burden um, arguably than men do when it comes to, to all of this. Yeah. You know, I put some of that on myself too, because, um, 
I am pretty self-reliant and I had to be. I think women a lot of times have to be able to do a lot of different things, like you said, you know, and so sometimes I find taking over and my husband will say, Hey, I I got this. It's okay. You don't have to do it all. But, but uh, sometimes I'm taking over from my daughter's experience or my husband's experience because that's just, well, I can do it better. It's just in my nature. And, and I need to learn how to let go of some things as well. Right. Exactly. And that's hard. You're absolutely right. Cause we're taught, we're taught, to be self-reliant and dependent, but then that also bites us, you know, in the, in the butt as well, because then it's hard to let go of things and to, to trust that if you let that thing go, it's going to get done the way you need it to be, to get done or that you want it to get done. Right. In that way. Absolutely. The way right? I want it done. Right. Right. And so <laughs> I, I recently learned that lesson as, as minimal as it sounds in my, I have a nine and 11 year old girls here at home and we're certainly going through the preteen stages of things happening and so uh I completely get it when you when you mentioned what happened with you and your daughter yesterday but teaching them how to do their own laundry mm-hmm. has been both liberating and frustrating because I want them to fold it and do it and store it and move it a certain way right and within a certain time mm-hmm. but you got to let it go <laughs> it's you know, not gonna be perfect it's not going to be perfect yeah and and that time thing that time thing is what gets under my skin. She'll say, I'll yeah. do it. And like 17 hours later, you know, right. Like, right. Dude, like, I meant I now. Told you two days ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That yeah. is hard. We're talking here with C. Nicole Swiner, Doc Swiner, the author of how to avoid the superwoman complex, 12 ways to balance mind, body, and spirit. She is a self-care expert, author, entrepreneur, mom, and wife, all of it. And we're going to talk, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some specific ways that we can think about this, become aware to our needs and develop more self-care practices in our own lives so we can live well and feel good doing it right here on Polly Campbell Simply Said, part of the best business network of Electrocast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you wanna tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with Doc Swiner, the author of How to Avoid the Superwoman Complex, 12 Ways to Balance Mind, Body, and Spirit. And Doc Swiner, we are talking about all this stuff, which makes sense. I want less stress in my life because not only is it what I need to be healthier physically, but it just feels better, right? I'm freer to go about the my business or whatever that is. But there are times when I'm like mapping out my day and it'll be like, okay, 
after this, I'm going to take a lunch break. Just let me finish this last thing. Or after I pick up uh, my daughter from school, I'm, I'm going to swing by and, and pick up whatever I need or, or get a cup of coffee or do my thing. And it gets pushed back to the end of the day or not at all. And so one of the things I'm working on this year is really figuring out what I need and doing it when I need to do it, whether it's two minutes or an hour or whatever it is. How can we get started on building this into our life, on thinking about this, not as a luxury, but as part of really our health and well-being for ourselves and our family? Yeah. If it's hard for you to do, um, which I completely understand, especially if your, your time really isn't your, like your schedule isn't yours necessarily to, to manage. If you're having a hard time starting off, I would just like we put everyone's appointments and, and meetings and et cetera on our calendars, put your own time on your calendar every day mm. or, or once or twice a week, start it off and say, you know what, Friday afternoon at three o'clock, I'm going outside, I'm taking a walk and that's it. So I'm going to block off my calendar from three to three 30 and that's going to be my day or Every day, I need to really make sure that I'm taking a lunch break, whether I'm working in person, working from home, I'm going to get up from that desk, I'm going to go out, I'm going to sit at the table, or I'm going to go outside and eat, put it on your schedule, just like you put everyone else's appointments on your schedule. And that may hopefully trigger, you know, a reminder or help you to say, you know what, it's my time, I'm shutting everything down, I'm going to take a breather. That that would be my first, my first um, piece of advice. So build it in before we even recognize that we need it. Cause, cause right. essentially we always need it, right? Always need it. But we forget. Cause like you said, you know, your day is going, you're rolling, you got things to do, people to pick up things, to, you know, going on and you forget. And then it's, you know, four o'clock and you didn't eat lunch or you didn't mm -hmm. rest your eyes from the computer screen. You know, you have to schedule it in so that you get a beep on your phone, a beep on your computer that says, get up, stand up, go outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I actually put a chime on my phone because I was sitting here so long behind the computer. I get wrapped up in it and I would work through everything without realizing that I was getting burned out. You know, I was, what are signs in our physical body and our mental health that, Hey, you need a break. Is there any alert we can watch for or need to be aware of, or is it just this overwhelming feeling of exhaustion or fatigue or upset? You definitely can feel it. And it, it happens in, you know, a number of ways. So if you all of a sudden, or if you've always had chronic tension headaches or shoulder aches and neck pain, that certainly can be a sign that you are literally and figuratively carrying too much or looking down at the screen or reading too long and not stretching things out. Um, people end up in the office with high blood pressures, with their weight going up you know, for, you know, and they haven't really changed their diet or their weight going down, insomnia, mood agitation or irritability, you know, uh, for women, it can be kind of hard to tease out because a lot of us are saying, okay, well, you know, is this hormonal? Is this because, uh, you know, things aren't, yeah, my body is changing, you know, and we, we can attribute a lot of those things to, uh, other things, but that's why it's important to go and sit and talk with your professional, talk with your, your medical provider to say, Hey, is this perimenopause or am I just stressed out or, you know, you know, so you can have somebody to help you tease those things out. Yeah. And I think, um, it, like you said before, it can look all different ways. One thing I did a couple of years ago, and, and this was not about self-care because 
because it wasn't, it was all about work, right? It hides itself from me in other ways. But I was recognizing that I was getting to the end of the week and I wasn't spending any time on a creative project that I was really interested in. So it mm. was always the kind of thing that Monday morning, well, I'm going to get to it right after I write this article or right after I tape this podcast. And ultimately something that was important to me was being pushed off and pushed off. So finally what I did a couple of years ago is I um, just said I was taking all Fridays off. I told every client I told, and I, I didn't now my secrets out, but I, I didn't take Fridays off. What I did is I didn't take calls or emails on Fridays. Yeah. There was no expectation of a response from me. And that's the day I used to work on this other project that was important to me. I That's can't true. even tell you how much better I felt about myself and, and my life. Like I was, I was doing something work-wise, but it was changing it up enough to really feel good in my routine. It changed the whole rest of the week. That's, that's absolutely right. And so, so good for you for number one, setting those expectations, because it really is more, more about telling the people around you and telling those that depend upon you and think that you're going to be there 24 seven that, Hey, this is my time off for me. So number one, setting your expectations. Number two, setting your boundaries. Okay, Fridays for me. So don't book anything business-wise on this day. This is my day. So then they they soon will learn, okay, Fridays, I know I can't ping Polly for this because I know she's doing her thing on Fridays. That's great. Even more so, so I'll take it to even a further extreme. So I decided to to use, or not use, but use that in the decision to leave clinical practice. Hmm. So- it, be, it started out as, okay, I don't want to work on Fridays. And then it started out as, hmm, but I also need, I also need like a half day uh, admin day in the middle of the week because I need to get work done or I need to, I just want to go out to lunch or get my kids early from school, et cetera. But then over time I started to realize, okay, I love this time. So when I'm, I'm away from the office, I'm doing all these other things that I love, like writing and speaking and stuff on social media, et cetera. I, I really enjoy it. So it's still work, but I love it. So how do I make more room for this stuff that I really love and enjoy? And hopefully we'll also be able to make a living off of. Mm -hmm. And I decided that in the clinical setting, I wasn't as happy as I used to be. So I decided to leave that. Now that's, that's a big step, Yeah. <laughs> right? That takes some planning that takes some talking to your family and, you know, how are we going to make this work? But what a change it was. And it's been, it will be a full year in February that I did that and I have no regrets. It's created more space, more time for self-care and doing those things that I love and enjoy, but also thankfully have been able to make a living from. Well, and in the end, I, I don't I imagine it's for you this way too, but it absolutely happened for me. I was making that space. But I was so infused. I felt so much better and more excited mm -hmm. that it also made the other things I was doing as a mother, as a wife, and as a worker better. I did better at the oh, rest of my jobs. That's right. And they can tell that you're happier. The people around you can tell that you're yeah. happier. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm not saying I didn't have some guilt, though. I mean, those first few Fridays, for sure, I was like, oh, well, I could just do this. And the email would come in, right? And instead of, I'd look at it, well, I could just send a response. I could just do this. So it took some discipline for me to say, no, I don't have to do for other people all the time. This is about taking care of this moment for me and what makes me feel good and what I need in my profession, too. That's right. Yeah, the guilt, yeah, that's a hard one, because I, I still suffer from that from time to time. But I think the more it becomes part of your routine, just like anything else, the easier it will be. I mm -hmm. like that. It definitely has gotten easier because I've 
notice the benefits and the way they extend. And so that's taken, that's gotten easier for me. Cause like, Oh, but yeah, but this is working, you know? Um, Interesting. All right. I love this conversation because to me, this is so practical. It's, it doesn't have to be, you need to get away for a three day weekend. You're talking about these little things throughout our day that are affordable ways to carve out time to do something that feels good for us, whether it's eating lunch or going for a walk or, or taking that week away, if you need a break or whatever it is, it can look like anything we want that. That's right. Absolutely. And it's these smaller things that you're doing on a daily basis actually mean so much more than mm-hmm. taking that, you know, that vacation or doing that mani petty, which is still, I want to be clear, those things are very, very important. Still, those things make me very happy. But it's the smaller <laughs> changes during the day and in your work and home environment that will have more long lasting effects. What do you think people can do to access this? Should we sit down and make a list of things like, oh, I want to try that, or I've always wanted to do this, or kind of be concrete about it, or just kind of feel into the day? Does that depend on the person, I imagine, huh? Yeah, I think it does depend on the person, and it depends on how your brain works. You know, if you if you need to be a concrete person that sees it written, sees it, you know, in, in writing, then you, yes, you know, create whatever it is, your vision board your bulletin board and put it put it in your office and your bedroom so that you can see it as a constant reminder if you're more of a person that just kind of feels their way through it and you know I'm kind of a mixture so I have uh you know things written down as as you know uh, regular reminders but then throughout the day if I have an extra meeting or two or something that I added to my calendar that later on the day I'm just tired and worn out or uh, I've run out of energy then you you know move it and adjust it to a different day Um, So, you know, definitely be in tune. It really is all about self-awareness. Before I made the huge transition in my career, I met with my therapist to say, hey, you know, I'm going to be going through this big change. It's going to make me feel, you know, both. It's going to make me feel the guilt, the excitement. How can I plan this out? And so I sat down and scheduled meetings with her or a life coach or whomever you need to help you uh, make the plan so that it it works well for you. So you have to figure out what works for you. I think that I'm, I'm a huge fan of therapy. And so mm-hmm. that's an aspect too. that that's self-care too. You yes. guys like going to a medical doctor or taking yes. a vacation that find the people to support you in your life. That can be a therapist, a life coach, a partner, a, a, a child in different ways, but mm-hmm. find that team to help you make the shift to take care of yourself better. Because I'm right. telling you what, you will feel better. And when we feel better, we do better for yes. sure. Dr. Swiner, this is awesome. Thank you for being here. How can people follow your other work and your expertise? Yes. So on social media, on Instagram, I'm at real doc Swiner. And then I'm doc Swiner on almost all the other uh, social media outlets. You can always shoot me an email to docswiner at gmail.com and um, I'll help you out as much as I can. That's awesome. And check out Doc Swiner's book, See Nicole Swiner, How to Avoid the Superwoman Complex, 12 Ways to Balance Mind, Body, and Spirit. And you can check out my newest book, You Recharged, wherever books are sold. It's about getting unstuck and uh, launching into the world in the way that we want. And join our Substack community at pollycampbell.substack.com. Doc Swiner, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, It's been a delight. And remember, listeners, as we go out into the world, take a little time to take care of yourself and that will help us all live well, do good and be happy. (music) 
Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Cast. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.